Welcome to Sofa Gamers Raw. What a podcast. Bex here. I hope you guys are having a great day. Today I want to talk with you about something that we do all the time throughout the entire course of our life. It's the first thing we do when we are born and probably the last one we will do before we pass to another plan. Do you know what I'm talking about? If your answer was breeding, you're right. Yes, today I will be talking about breeding, but before that, I just want to give a shout out to my good friend Robert Camacho. His handle on Instagram is rc12 and besides being an incredible person, he's also a gamer and a photographer between so many other things that he does. So check his page, he has incredible content there. And I want to thank him because he was one of the first ones to subscribe to my podcast and send me a screenshot of that subscription in Apple Podcasts. And I don't know what happened. (laughs) I thought I gave him a shout out on a previous episode and then I was checking and I was like, no, I didn't. So my friend, so I'm here today compensating this huge delay. Thank you so much, Robert, for your support, for subscribing to the podcast and for creating so much goodness and art and sharing it with the world. It's always a pleasure to talk with you, my friend. Now, moving to the topic of today's episode, breeding, let's start with some basics. As I stated in the beginning, breeding is something that is present in our life the whole time. What happens is when we breed, most of the time we are not conscious of it, meaning we are just in autopilot and at least from my life's experience, from talks I have with people, from the profession I have and teaching people how to breed, I observe that almost no one, at least in the Western world, knows how to take the maximum advantage of their lung capacity. So today's episode, I want to help you to bring more awareness to the simple action of breeding. I will give you an exercise in the end of the episode for you to do and try here now and discuss a bit the importance of breeding, also some of the effects we can have for breeding better and also a bit the opposite. When we don't breed properly, what can also happen? So first of all, I want to ask you if you have any children around you in your life, whether they are your kids or from a brother or a sister or any relative, or if you work with kids, mainly babies, toddlers, and even kids until they are like seven, eight, those first seven years of life, let's say. But more importantly, let's focus first on babies. If you had kids, you probably remember looking at them laying down with a month old or just a few weeks or even the first days of life and you remember how they breed. They are just there lying down using their abdomen to breed and using their nose to breed. What this tells us is that when we come to this world, we come programmed to breed properly using our nose. The mouth is just a backup when the nose is not working well for any reason. And we use the abdominal region to breed. And why do you think that happens? If you look at your lungs, they have kind of this conic shape, meaning they are larger at their base, in the bottom. And as we see them going up, they stretch, they get thinner. 
what this means is the lower part of your lungs has more capacity, the medium part of your lungs has a medium capacity, and the upper part of your lungs has a low capacity to intake oxygen. So when you breathe like a baby does, you will be using the area of your lungs that has more capacity. Dividing into those three zones, lower, medium, and upper, the bottom part of your lungs, your abdomen, if you train your breathing, you can use up until 60% of your lung capacity just using the lower part of your lungs. That's more than half. More than half of your lung capacity is in the lower part of your lungs. Then the medium part of your lungs, which is in your ribs, just a little bit below your chest. If you place your hands on the sides and you inhale, you will feel that area of your ribs expanding a little bit sideways. So that's the medium part of your lungs. In this area, the intake of oxygen is around 25 to 30%. Not bad, but could be better. In a way, if you use that to the maximum capacity, it's half of the lower part. Half, that's a lot. Now, let's go to the upper part of your lungs. That uses 10 to a maximum of 15% of your lung capacity, close to nothing. So, what happens with the majority of people is that they use the medium and the upper part of the lungs to breathe. And this comes a lot because of culture. Culture in the sense of gymnastics, of military. Because it's that culture of keeping your belly flat and your chest out. So when you tend to contract more the lower part of your torso and not let the oxygen flow there, what happens normally is that, of course, you are blocking it so the oxygen doesn't go down. And the way you should breathe is similar to what happens when you fill, for example, a bottle with water. What happens is when you pour water in, it starts to fill the bottle or the jar from the bottom to the top. And the same should happen with your lungs. When you breathe, you should direct first the oxygen to the lower part of your lungs. As I said, I will give you an exercise to try in the end of the episode, so keep tuned, we will get there. So, going back to that first example, to the babies, the kids, they know how to breed. We come to Earth programmed to know how to do that, because it's something so important that we will keep throughout our entire life that nature engineered us to take good care of our body, of our lungs. And when you oxygenate your body more properly, your brain functions better, your blood flows better, your levels of health and energy stay higher, while when the intake of oxygen decreases can create a series of problems in terms of health, headaches, trouble breathing, trouble sleeping, feeling more nervous, Nervous, more anxious, more irritated, your patience level drops, and I could keep going on, but I know you get the picture. Meaning, if we learn how to breathe properly, which looking at it from this natural perspective is something that should be easy for us to do, still we don't. <laughs> so let's pay more attention to the way we breathe and at the same time use your nose to breathe even if you have a hard time breathing using your nose keep insisting after a few minutes if you keep insisting on breathing using just your nose you will start to feel something very interesting your nostrils begin to function better your air ducts they open more because your body wants to breathe using your nose give it a try if you never felt this just sit Sit straight or stand straight or even lay down with your torso aligned, relaxed and breathe through your nose. Direct the oxygen first to, to the lower part of your lungs. Pretty soon we will do the exercise so you can give it a try.
Now, besides all these things that can happen to us when we have a lack of oxygen and our breathing is not functioning so properly, we can also feel a lot of benefits when we start to breathe more consciously. And at the same time, you can use breathing to alter states of mind to change or shift moods or emotional states for example when you are entering an argument or feeling that you are going into a discussion those moments that you feel that if you're if there's a few words that go out of your mouth in that moment it's gonna be discussion for sure but if you keep the words below your tongue and you focus on your breathing and you start to breathe deeply slowly what happens is that your mental waves and all that emotion that you are feeling rushing and the adrenaline rushing through your body, that kind of settles. You get more clarity because when we get more nervous or more anxious or more stressed, again, there's a contraction of the muscles and that contraction doesn't allow the oxygen to flow and fill your lungs completely. So you start to breathe using your upper part, which as we saw, it's between 10-15% of your total lung capacity. It's very low. So reducing that intake of oxygen in only increases your emotional state that it's going in a direction that you don't want. So to manage that better, if you breathe slowly, you kind of are countering something that you are entering and transforming it into something that will serve you better and you probably will resolve that even if you say what you want to say but probably you will say it in a more meaningful way because you are not so stressed out because you could very quickly just in a few seconds or in a minute to just using your breathing to bring down that water that was boiling inside of you if you know what i mean at the same time, when we feel with lower levels of energy or more tired, there's an exercise we can do as well to increase the intake of oxygen, especially directing it to our brain. So we have that sense of getting awake or more clear and feel less, less numb or less sleepy. And that's doing a hyperoxygenation technique that we can talk about in a different episode. So you get the picture. If you breathe more consciously and more properly, your body will thank you immensely <laughs> throughout the rest of your life. And besides giving a boost of health and energy, you also start to feel that influence in basically everything that you do in sports, working, sleeping, etc. Now, before we wrap up, let's do the exercise I was talking about. I will give you something that is very basic in the sense of this is how you should start to bring more consciousness to the way you breathe, to increase the capacity of your lungs. And you can do this exercise every day, several times a day. And even when you are doing tasks that sometimes can feel a bit dull, you can use that to your advantage. Or if you are waiting somewhere, for whatever thing you are waiting, you can practice your breathing while you are there standing or sitting waiting for something or someone. So almost any moment is a good moment to train your breathing. Public transportation is a good one too. Or in your car, driving. So let's start. The first thing I will recommend is that you keep your back straight the entire time. Actually can do this exercise standing, sitting, laying down. What matters is that you are comfortable and with your spine straight. Spine aligned, your back straight if you are sitting or standing, and also all your spine aligned if you are laying down, if you are laying down back on the floor. So to start, 
place both hands in your abdomen, we will start by only breathing using the lower part of your lungs. So let's not use the medium or upper part for now, just the lower part. So place both hands on your abdomen and when you inhale, remember to use just your nose, inhalations and exhalations always through the nose. When you inhale, expand your abdomen, feel that your hands follow that movement and when you exhale, your abdomen goes in. So basically, it works like this. When the air goes in, your abdomen goes out. When the air goes out, your abdomen goes in. So air in, abdomen out, air out, abdomen in. And for now, just focus on that movement, leaving your ribs and your chest without movement should move only the lower part of your lungs. Whenever you inhale, feel that you are directing the oxygen to the base of your lungs. And from there, it starts to feel that lower part gradually until it gets close to the area of your ribs. And then you stop the inhalation. And then when you exhale, your abdomen slowly retracts. Now, it's just a matter of keep doing it this way. What I recommend you to do is to breathe as slow as you can. So there is a big amount of oxygen that enters your lungs. So inhale slowly as you can, of course, keeping the comfort, because if you feel that you are extending that inhalation too much and causes some sort of anxiety or discomfort, reduce a little bit. But the idea is to breathe slowly, consciously, expanding your abdomen when you inhale and retracting it when you exhale. So after doing this a few times, then later on during your day, you can extend the breathing exercise for a longer period of time, at least for five minutes. That's great. Now let's bring both hands to your ribs. On the side of your torso, place both hands, one on each side, so that your middle fingers, they kind of touch each other, their tips, when you place your hands like that. So now let's focus on the medium part of our lungs, that normally no one breathes just using that part. But for us to understand the mechanic and that part of our lungs, so when we bring it all together doing complete breathing, which is the ideal way to breathe, we can use that medium part to its maximum capacity. So with both hands on the ribs, now, don't use the abdomen that you were using. Don't use your chest up there. Just use that medium part, that area of the ribs. So now when you inhale, it's sideways the movement. So when you inhale, the oxygen fills that middle part of your lungs and it goes sideways. You feel your fingers getting a bit apart from each other. And then when you exhale, they come together again. You will feel that the time you are able to inhale and exhale reduces substantially. Remember, it's 25 to 30% of your lung capacity. It's half or less from your abdomen. So keep that in mind. It's normal that you feel that there is a reduction on the time you are able to inhale and exhale. But just keep doing it. Inhaling. Expand sideways, feel your ribs doing that movement. It will not be a lot, of course, but you feel that there's a sideways movement because you bring the oxygen to that part. And then when you exhale, it goes back to its relaxed shape. Remember to always keep your back straight. Remember to always breathe just using your nose. Then, of course, you can do it a few more times. But now let's transition to the upper part of your lungs to breathe. This is the part that you shouldn't use by itself. Alone, it's the one that has the least capacity, 10, 15% maximum. But still, let's do it for you to feel the difference between the lower part of your lungs, the medium, and now the upper. 
So now with both hands on your chest, don't breathe using the lower part or the medium part. Now you will breathe just using the upper part of your lungs. So with both hands there, do one inhalation. Very short, right? It's like, oh, I started and I already finished. So it's really low and then exhale. And then do like three or four times and you will see that it's really gets kind of uncomfortable, right? When you do that, when you breathe just using that upper part of your lungs. Still, that's what we do when we get nervous, pissed off angry at something. So if you do it consciously, you will see how little capacity you have there to bring oxygen to your lungs. Now let's bring it all together. This final part of the exercise is what we can call it the ideal breathing because it's the complete breathing. It's when you are using your lungs at their full capacity, lower, medium and upper parts all together in a continuous inhalation and in a continuous exhalation. So let's bring it all together. Now, if you prefer, you can place one hand on your abdomen. You can like spread your fingers like you are doing number five and you place one hand on your abdomen and the other one on top of it. So you can feel that you have both hands on your torso in the abdomen and the chest. So you will, you will feel the three areas moving when you breathe. So let's start. Inhale and bring the oxygen to the lower part of your lungs. Feel your abdomen expanding. Keep breathing and now feel the ribs expanding sideways and now the upper part of your lungs. Hold the oxygen just a second or two and then exhale from top to bottom slowly. And that's it. When you inhale, bring the oxygen to the lower part of your lungs. Expand the abdomen, ribs, chest. Do this slowly. If you can do it in like four, five, six, seven or even eight seconds or more, perfect. Then when you exhale, the air goes out from the upper part to the lower part. It's the opposite direction. Now it's just a matter of doing this a few times. Do it, repeat it. And this is the breathing that you should train the most. The more you train the complete breathing, the better. You can keep doing it while I talk. Always remember, inhale, start by the lower part until the upper part of your lungs. Exhale from top to bottom. And as you keep doing it, remember, you can train this kind of breathing several times a day in different moments. I recommend that you first train just the abdominal breathing, the one that we started with using just the lower part of your lungs, and then you can transition to this complete breathing, which is the ideal one for us to do. And if you do this, you will feel a shift in your life. Do this every day, do it for a week, do it for two weeks, and then we talk. <laughs> so I would love to have your point of view just by doing something so simple as breathing, if this has a shift, an effect, a change in the way you do sports, in the way you work, in the way you walk, in the way you interact with people. So you can stop now when you finish your exhalation and that's a wrap, my friends. Today I will not talk about video games. Uh, in the next episode, we will go back at it. But I want to thank you so much for being here today. It's a bit longer episode because I was explaining a few things. We can, in different episodes, try different techniques of breathing. There are so many, some to bring us more power, more intensity, more oxygen to the body, others to just relax us more. Well, it's a vast world, but these are the basics. This is how we should start to bring more awareness to our breathing to enjoy life better. So if you have any doubts, send me a DM on Instagram or write me also on Twitter or send me an email beximus at sofagamers.com and let's talk. Let me know as well if you tried any kind of breathing technique before, how that works for you. I would love to have your feedback.
So that's it for today, my friends. Thank you so much for joining, for tuning in, for listening to today's episode. And I hope to see you guys soon, really soon for another episode of the podcast. Until then, take care, my friends, and have a great day.